set. I'm not even gonna talk about the boom, because it's definitely still in the shot, and it definitely is a what? How have we not found a new boom guy? Alright, and welcome to another edition of my show with uh, that guy coming out from one side of your head. His name is Alex, but the guy coming out of the other side of your head, his name is not Alex. No, in fact, it is Jake, and we're back with another episode of uh, my show. Which episode is this? This is episode number 23, the Michael Jordan of episodes. We, we've Jordaned? We are Jordaning right now. We have all, we, we have Jordaned. We, we've Jordaned. We're, we're also, we're also currently, since we're still doing it, we're currently LeBroning. Ooh, we are LeBroning. That is impressive. Yeah, and you know, at, at some point, you know, if we got ranked it somewhere and we got third, we would probably win the LeBrons. <laughs> that was a sarcastic laugh because that was a lame pun. Dude, no, that was a good pun. No, I love puns. And that one was lame. I appreciate puns, and that one is lame. No, we're we're taking it we're taking it to the fans. Hey, you let us know was that a good pun or not. You need to vote on Facebook. And if you want to vote on Facebook, where can they find us, Alex? Probably on Facebook. You just said that. Yeah, but where? Oh, you mean by searching Red Arrow Productions on Facebook? But a boom, realist page Bada in the room. Bing. It's well, I mean. Unless they have like multiple tabs or windows open, and they're like, and they're at like a a better page. But there isn't a better then, page. That was a point I'm trying to. Oh my god, marketing. That's for, that's for finance to figure. Out. Marketing. I'm not marketing. They figure it out. Where else could they find us? Like if they went to Facebook and they were like, "This is the realest page," but like, where else can we find them? Oh man, they could get us on Instagram where we're gonna post some some legit pictures uh, for this podcast. We we've got a lot of stuff to talk about and a lot of stuff for you to look at, and we're we're excited about it. So uh, you can find us at Red Arrow Productions on the old IG machine, and we're posting mm-hmm. some cool stuff there. Get at us, slide into our DMs. We're friendly. We won't bite. Unless you want us to, because yeah. we're friendly. Like we'll do. I mean, whatever you want. Especially if you pay us five dollars. Like, come on. Or or one dollar, or just say please. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, that's another conversation entirely. But uh, you know, and if you're not about that, I mean, if you like just getting at me and saying, "Hey, I thought about this thing," and that's you know, Twitter. Get at us at Red Arrow P. The P because everything is shorter there. Or is it because we started a different page and then forgot how to log into it? I think that's probably the real the real story. <laughs> We realized it was inefficient to type out production. We were like, screw that. Yeah. That page is dead anyway. The page is, yeah, no one followed that page. page is dead anyway. That's is, funny. Yeah, it made us look like hillbillies. Now, so, speaking of five dollars, five doll hairs. Oh, yes. Isn't isn't there, I think there's one other spot that they, they might be able to find us? Yeah, now, if anyone knows me, they know, about, they know that I'm all about shameless self-promotion. And that's why we have a Patreon for Red Arrow uh, for for a mere five dollars. That's all One, we're asking. Two, three, four, we, you'll five. you can choose what us uh, collective heads of knuckle 
uh, discuss on the podcast rather than our uh, mindless ramblings, as it were. So uh, if you have something that you want us to talk about, like, hey, I think it'd be funny or interesting for these two dudes to talk about this stuff, shoot us a fiver at uh, patreon.com slash Red Arrow Productions, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the, on the podcast, and we'll talk about your business. I mean, if you want us to, or, I mean, we might not talk about your business if you were like, don't talk about my business. Like, not, not like, you, like, you know, your beesness. If they were like, here's $5, don't talk about me, then we wouldn't. Yeah, it'd be like, don't talk about the guy. It'd be like, oh, like, what if if we got $5 from someone in witness protection, we ended up, like, finding out that like, <laughs> <laughs> we're the problem? They, they ended up chasing the IP, like, shout out to, to Luna Moon, and like, oh, Luna Moon, that's an alias. And all of a sudden, there's, like, crime, and I don't know. That's That sounds like an episode of, like, Law and Order SVU right there. <laughs> Wasn't it like the, oh, what was it? The the CSI Cyber for like half of a season? Yeah, I remember that day. Yeah, that there it is. there was their pilot <laughs> episode. Some two freaking douchebags with a podcast were like, hey, shout out uh, Sexy Monkey 123. And they were like, oh my God, that's exactly who would. And then they chase down the guy and they kill him and then cyber csi has to come in and figure out who did it yeah and, and, and that's like, why the show was canceled because it's a bad idea and they didn't use a who song for that one they used a song by the guess who they used american woman and it didn't work they're like wait what like no we need a who song not the guess who is that a real wait what, what do you mean they're yes they're two did they actually use the guess who for for that no i was just making a joke god that would have been like <laughs> hilarious it was believable you had me going like if you would have been like yeah dude check it out watch the one episode <laughs> and then like next week on the show i'd be like bro i watched that whole episode and found out that you were lying the whole damn time <laughs> no that, no that's what one thing we could talk about uh before before uh or rather after we we get to what we, what we, what we came here for um the the you know what song who done it better you know to put it in the parlance of our time who done it? Who done it? It's like a mystery. You're a mystery. Thank you. Is that a compliment? I I took it as one. But did I mean it as one? I don't care. That's a mystery to me. <laughs> See? Mind blown. So, let's get down to our business because we do talk about our business on the show. Let's get uh, down to brass tacks. I have this. I have this. This growing. This growing thing, and I, uh, I would like to to call to it a, a maturity, like a maturing, a maturation of myself, but it's probably not. But we're gonna say it is. Uh, where I found that uh, certain forms of of what what we would call art are intriguing me now, at at the ripe old age at which I sit, um, <laughs> that didn't before and and i mean you and i little backstory we talk i mean sometimes we talk about what we're going to talk about before we start the show uh sometimes we don't this time we did and at first it was like uh i poorly described my idea for the show and it, it seemed to be interpreted as find a piece of art that you hate Basically. and then try to like it and i was like no 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 because that's different. This is this is I, I I'm finding interest in art that I was utterly, totally and completely indifferent to before. Like 
didn't exist, I would have been exactly the same. Like when you find something that you hate, it changes you as a person. Just a little, I mean, maybe not any earth shattering paradigm shifting thing, but you're, you're a different person because now that hate is inside of you. Right. Right. This is, this is different than that. This is something that you just, you don't give, you don't even give a shit enough to say that you don't give a shit about it. It's like, Oh wait, you just don't care. That's real. And for me, what it is, is, is just poetry. You just don't care. I just up until I've I've recently come across and, I, and I'm very I'm in the infancy of this uh, appreciation like I found like seven poems that I like total ever but it's the fact that there's seven uh even even uh, 6 months ago I would have been like who cares no dude this is a pretty epic poem and I, no it's not it, who cares it's it's a poem so the 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 funny thing about this before before we get into to ours and this will kind of this will kind of segue in, into mine. Um, I, I was talking to my dad about this before uh, talking to him today. I said, "Yeah, I'm doing the podcast tonight. We're talking about art and uh, the artists that that I have basically no I I am numb to. I have no feelings for one way or the other. Like I basically don't care about is Picasso. Uh, and so I say to my dad, I'm like, "Yeah, I don't. I just don't care about Picasso." And he's like, oh, I like that one painting he did. I'm like, which one? He says, Starry Night. I said, Dad, Starry Night was Van Gogh. And he's like, is it? And so he's like, hang on, I'll look it up. I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Van Gogh, Dad. And he's like, yeah, it's Van Gogh. Yeah, I don't care about anything about Picasso either. <laughs> Just immediately... That's hilarious. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. I was like, yeah, I just can't find anything about Picasso that I like. He's like, yeah, he did that one painting. I'm like, that wasn't him. It's like, yeah, you're right. He's, he's he, nothing. But. <laughs> he sucks. But uh, I I did. I did find one thing. Um, well, I, I'm sure if I if I looked harder, uh, I suppose I would find more. But I did find that's, something. That's the key to this is because you found one that it, it's basically uh, – uh, not I don't want to say evidence. That might be too strong of a word, but it's evidence that you could find a second. But you see, here's here's the problem I have with this, and and I I'm gonna go ahead and extrapolate this before we even get to the get through my selections. Uh, like if I like a song by a band, that doesn't mean I'm ever gonna like another song by that band. But you're willing to listen to another song. Not really. Yo, come on. We've both I've been in your car and I know what's on your fucking playlist and there <laughs> some shitty songs because you're like, "Well, they had one good song." They had one. Hey, that's fair. 19 19 hours to Denver. 23. Get it right. It, there were some bad bad songs that came up. Hey, there's there's some I music think. that's on that that playlist that that was on that iPod that I was not responsible for. I'll just I'm just putting that out there. Y'all, what you'd have whatever you want. My point is 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 it's like if if somebody comes to me and says uh you know with the music example like, "Hey man, have you ever heard the song Skibbity Beep Bop?" That's <laughs> a bad example cuz that's actually part of a real great song. Um <laughs> bubblegum taffy dance and i'd be like no and they'd be like you gotta hear it dude it's good i'd be like no 
because I've never heard it, right? right. I, I don't know the artist. I don't know the song. I have no frame of reference, right? But if by chance somebody does get me dance. does get me to listen I've never heard before by a band I probably have never heard either, and it's good, I'm, I'm now willing, maybe not actively, but I'm willing to hear a second song, right? If, if somebody a week ago said, hey, man, check out this Picasso, you'd have been all like, why? But now you were found at least one, I assume, based on where this podcast is supposed to go in my head. <laughs> uh, but like you found one, you found one that you were like, OK, this is pretty cool. I get I like the theme, the whatever, the the, the color scheme, whatever it is of the painting that enthralls you. You like it. So now somebody was like, bro, check out this painting by Picasso. You'd glance or you'd look at it. What? Oh, no. What? No. What the? No. Get out. Of, or like, hey, I see what he did. Th-. And then you might like now the appreciation grows. It was the same thing. I stumbled upon one poem. Okay. Some guy I'd never heard of. And I was like, that's not bad. That's not hmm. bad. Hmm. You're like, in fact, let me continue to read. Uh, so... Yeah, so that being said, my my do you have your your Google image search prepared, my friend? Oh no, I'm not going to look up. You have to describe it to me. I have to dis Oh my god. Why do you like it? What's cool about it? You can't just be like I picked that one. <laughs> Why? Okay. Why now? Oh man, this is not going to be fun. No, we're growing the appreciation for art. We want to be artists <laughs> to appreciate it. That's the whole point. I do, but like it's I I still don't care about Picasso just because I found something that I that I can tolerate doesn't mean I'm I'm like this is some revelation to me. Do you remember before we started all of this and I discussed and I said if you can't find we could wait we could have done this next week but you forced it upon yourself so now you're playing by these rules. <laughs> Well, I, I did. It was such a good idea. I didn't want it to wait to next week, and especially with what just happened uh, today. Like it's so, it's so perfect. It, it fits so naturally. We couldn't possibly have waited. What happened today? Oh, what happened today? Did I bury the lead? I'm sorry. Um, just the Leonardo da Vinci painting that sold for four hundred and fifty million dollars at auction. Well, sounds like a waste of money. And to steal a joke from a listener in their face, I saw it in the internet for free. <laughs> yeah but i feel like whatever painting sold for that much i could like go on amazon and buy a poster of for like 10 bucks <laughs> well like that's that was the thing like my dad and i were talking about as far as prints and stuff go uh of, of paintings and stuff it's like one of the only exceptions to that it only really matters to see it in person is starry night because it's like three or four inches thick because of how much paint is on it and so it's like almost three dimensional, and so you you don't really understand it uh, looking at it on a on a poster as opposed to when you when you look at it in person. Uh, based on what you just said about that painting, it sounds to me like he wasted a lot of paint. Well, I mean, you, you, you one potato potato. I mean, one man's waste is another man's you know uh, masterpiece. Is that a is that a thing? I mean, it is now. I'm going to start saying that to, like, whenever somebody complains about, <laughs> like, me, like, if I get caught littering ever, they'll be like, hey, you littered. I'll be like, yeah, but one man's waste 
another man's masterpiece, and I'll just walk away triumphantly. <laughs> there you go. Like, I'm going to try that at the duck game on Saturday. Like, if I drop something, it's like, hey, man. I'll be like, Nobody's hey. going to say anything at a duck game. That's true. But Nobody's going to care. They're going to be like, why is that guy walking over there? I, you know what? I need to find my kilt. Uh, well, yeah, they're undefeated when you wear it. That's This is true, especially against Arizona. Uh, Arizona. Hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna get into sports. We're gonna talk. Okay, so the painting I like is called Strings and Scrolls by uh, Pablo Picasso. Not... Now, let me ask you a question. Earlier, you said you found one that you could tolerate, and now you just said that you like it. Do you like it or do you tolerate it? Oh, you fucking pedant. Um, I I like it. I like this painting. Would you? Would you? Uh, uh if 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 money was no option like it will be for us in a few short years would you spend an amount of money on this painting yeah so you don't even like it i mean it, i don't it's not something i put on the wall but it's like i, I have other things i like i'm not the kind of guy who'd put a picasso painting on the wall like i, I let's be realistic well, yeah you're not an idiot that's how you get broken into bro exactly. you put it inside the safe but if i okay if i'm buying things and i'm hiding them what's the point of having them to have them. You they, don't have anything. You don't have anything in a safe right now. Nope. You got no safe. Sure don't. What do you do with your passport? I uh, it's in a safe place. You don't even have a passport. That you can't confirm that. <laughs> if it's not in a safe, then you're risking a lot. I, I why would I? Why would why would I have a safe? I'm just uh, you know. Just a common, common guy. No need for a safe. Nothing to hide here. <laughs> As he screws back the bottom of his Coca-Cola can. <laughs> hey, I, you know, so if you want to spray your shirt with documents. Documents? <laughs> what about this painting do you tolerate? Okay, this, I I don't know. It's it's a, it's a painting. I, I can't tell if it's a cello or it's a violin, but uh, to me, it, it looks... What's that? A cellin? Yeah, I mean, it's designed like that. Uh, but, it, you know, the it's got wood coloring in it, and it, and it looks kind of like an ex, like it's an exploded view. You know, like if you look at a, like a radio and it's exploded where all the bolts and stuff come out of it. That's kind of what it looks like. So, I, I don't know, it, it just, it, it's kind of cool. And it, it almost kind of looks uh, like the head of it has a wig on. So, like the head of the... The head of the violin almost looks like one of those old English wigs with the curls on top. You know, like the like Prince or uh, King Louis with the mustache and the and the curls, the victory rolls up on top. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know. I like it. It, it. it looks it looks cool. I like. I I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm not an art. I'm not an art interpreter. I I I don't have some grand epiphany uh, about this thing. Has there ever been a like a like a a, a painting that has you've just been like wh- what it just blew your mind well uh i mean the last time i went to the the getty museum in hopes of seeing something truly amazing um and the the time i went there was portraits and i hate portraits <laughs> you hate portraits i hate portraits they're so boring like there's nothing interesting about portraits to me it's just like here Here's a picture of a guy sitting in a chair. He thought he was important enough that someone had to paint him. Now he's dead, and no one really knows who he is. But we have a painting of him. 
Fair enough. It, it's basically portraits to me are like the the 17th century Instagram. I I think they're that for everyone. Wait, what the the portraits are that for are 17th yeah, like, century Instagram? Yeah, like everyone's aware that in the 1700s there wasn't Instagram, right. so the only way that there wasn't I I mean I don't know when the camera was invented because I'm not weird. Um, uh, that would be in the uh, 18. That would be in the 19th century. They they fair. had them at least in the Civil War. Fair enough. So at at some point before cameras came around, paint like portraits, painted portraits were the only way to record what somebody looked like. So I think by default they were the Instagram of the 1700s. Yeah, but I mean, for me, it was just—it just seems so boring. Like I, I'm at what's supposed to be this legendary art museum, and is just—it's—it's it's essentially that. It's essentially 17th century Instagram. Like I don't care. Like I don't even see pictures of food. So, like, it, the entire museum. I don't know. I, like, I've never been well, to the Getty Museum. Like, is it was that day? Everything was a portrait. Well, everywhere always well, pretty well it, that was like the primary exhibit like oh, everything that's crazy yeah like everything <laughs> else yeah like the <laughs> the primary exhibit for like a month at a time was just straight portraits and like it took up the entire main hallway like they still had some of the other regular stuff that they have like the unremarkable like marble you know sculptures and stuff like that but like nothing that was really that you know you couldn't see at any other art museum ever. You know what so I mean. Wait, where is the Getty Museum? Uh, it's in. Uh, no, I think it's north of Los Angeles, but it is. It's in Los Angeles. Gotcha. And and it just like you happen to be in L.A., so you thought you'd go to the Getty Museum. It, like, well, it's so, just like a one-time chance to go there because I would have walked up and been like, "Portraits? I'm out of this bitch." Well, so I was in I was in Los Angeles because I ha I, I went to an incredibly small high school, um, and we were able to take a, a a class trip our entire class to Los Angeles, uh, from Eugene, and so we went down there and we one of the days we were going to the Getty and we went there and it was portraits and so essentially oh. and so essentially yeah it was kind of a well we're here situation. Gotcha. That makes sense. So we don't like portraits, and we found one Picasso that we can tolerate. I I I don't think that's fair. I like this painting just because I wouldn't hang something up on my wall doesn't mean I don't like it. Like I wouldn't hang up you know pictures of Heidi Klum on my wall, but I like her. Like <laughs> that's fair. That's okay. Okay. When you compare it to virtual you know pornography, I understand. Yeah, you see what I mean? Like, yeah. all right, all right, all right, all right. So we like the so so like there there's 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 at least a glimmer that perhaps at some point you might stumble upon another Picasso, and then the appreciation could swell a bit. Perhaps a bit. The fact that you've gone from complete indifference to there's one painting that is infinite increase in how much you like picasso i i mean yeah i mean if you're if zero, from one zero percent to one percent is an infinite increase i suppose so i mean you're not you're not incorrect <laughs> <laughs> ah, fair enough 
Let me legalize my way up out of here. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I was trying to, you know, we were going ultra technical on that one on purpose because, it, the, like, the opposite of art is like math, except for when you do mathematic art. I'm confused now. Uh, either way, All right. so well, what about you? Like What's something that you that you've come to appreciate that you didn't once? That it you... was, dude. It's it's all about that poetry, bro. Some of this stuff is incredible. I thought yours. I th- oh, so I did art. I was stuck with art, and you did poetry. No, I said any type of art. What's a type of art that you didn't care about? And you said Picasso. I also said bas relief. Yeah, you said that too, but that was because you hated it. I actually, like after after looking at it, I, I don't hate bas relief. <laughs> I, I respect the craftsmanship of bas relief. <laughs> So, so quite literally, I talked you out of what ended up being the actual thing I wanted was, <laughs> was to, to, to brandish and create an appreciation for something where before this endeavor <laughs> there wasn't one. And, and by misinterpreting what I meant, you did exactly what I wanted to happen. I mean... That's phenomenal. That's, that's life, man. It's like, so, it's... Okay, explain to me what 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 is bar relief? Yeah. So, what is so, it? So bar relief is the the art of like carving a scene into something. So like Mount Rushmore. Not quite. So like you know how in like ancient Greece and whatnot, along the tops of the columns and all that, they had like those those like uh, stories that were were done in in art. Like Google it real quick. Like look up like Google bas relief. It's kind dude. Don't be don't be that guy. Not being that guy. I want you to explain it to me. I want your appreciation to come out through words. So essentially, it's it's carved into stone or it's carved into wood or whatever it is, and it's these elaborate scenes of, of like of war or or uh-huh. like things being taken over or or a new. A new governor speaking, or things like that, and and like the craftsmanship and the time that that it takes to do one of these, uh, it, I liken it to to um, like illumination in in old books. Like it's just the the craftsmanship is is crazy. So when I typed in ba relief, um, b a h. Apparently, my cat's just broke something in the bathroom. So that's <laughs> um, shout when... out shout out cats. When uh, when I typed in B A H relief, it said, "Did you mean B A S relief? Bas relief is a sculpture technique in which figures and/or other design elements are just barely prom- more prominent than the overall flat background." I mean, yeah, if you want to, if you want to put it that way, it's it's a French term from the Italian basso relievo. <laughs> that sounds made. That sounds so made up. It's. It's. I mean, it does. It, by definition, it does sound make it up to me because it says a French term from the Italian. <laughs> well, uh, that, that. I mean, that just sounds like a World War Two thing. That. That's definitely. Yeah, but according to, I mean, Wikipedia is saying that relief is a structural technique or sculptural technique where the sculpted elements remain attached to a solid background of the same material. So may, maybe 
I mean, any sort of relief sculpture, you know what I mean? Full ranges, high like, relief. Like dioramas. Be, yeah, that kind of stuff. I think, I think that uh, on some level, Mount Rushmore would be considered a type of relief I suppose sculpture. it would. I su- it, well, I mean, you can't hate Mount Rushmore. That's an American. I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy. I mean, I. I mean, I thought honestly forever. I saw pictures of Mount Rushmore for a really long time growing up in America, like you do. And I was like, man, that seems really, really dumb. Then I went there, and I was like, that's really, really not. Is it it's not is dumb it, at all? I've never been there. Is it cool? It's it's pretty like it's definitely not a place that you have to hang out for more than like you know an hour. Like see it. Check out the little museum they have where they tell you all the stories about people, you know, making it in and of itself. But ha- have lunch, eat eat your roast beef yeah. and cheddar sandwich. Right, but roast like beef and, that and roast beef and Colby Jack, old school. That that uh, that hour you spend there is like, like holy shit, this is actually pretty. Like, I mean, if you're already going through whichever one of the Dakotas it's in, south. Uh, uh, I mean, swing by. Like, why not? First Why of all, not? if you're just in, first of all, if you're just in South Dakota, what are you doing with your life? Probably leaving. <laughs> leaving your life? No, like if you're if you are if you live in Washington and you're trying to drive to Minnesota, the most efficient way is to go through at least one of the Dakotas. So you're just leaving. That, that's fair. It's you're a, like I'm in Dakota, and they're like, "What are you doing? Going to Minnesota? Like, oh, oh, see ya. <laughs> have fun. Good call. Get out of here. Have a good one, there, bud." Yeah. So, but yeah, we went, I went on a road trip with my uncle for a a summer and it was pretty epic. And that was one of the places where we stopped and I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Of course, they don't tell you any stories about people dying while they make it. So it's a little less cool because, you know, they were like blowing it up and stuff to get rid of big chunks. They had, you know, demolition, excavation and things like that. Somebody had to die. Somebody. Well, like the thing that was crazy is like when they they talk about how they built the railroads and just the explosives that they used and how everyone was just like millimeters and centimeters away from dying at all times. Like, well, yeah, like, uh, and I can only imagine like w- when you look at when Mount Rushmore was made and things like that, it's like that there was no there was no like federal safety regulations and stuff. They were like, here's a leather strap. There's the side of a mountain. Better hook in hook in and bring your pickaxe yeah like that sounds epic but so so in this whole thing you you say that you're indifferent to picasso and that you don't like ba relief boss relief relievo whatever it is i i appreciate the craftsmanship now the the it's it's growing it grew a smidge Wait, is this is this like the Christmas episode where the Grinch's heart grows like one point yes, three? Yes, one size. No, one it, size. It I re, it refuses to grow. No, it grew. It grew. It grew because before this, no appreciation for the craftsmanship. Now a little bit. Yeah, a little well. bit. All right. So all this talk about all this talk about national parks. Uh, what? Like what's the what's a place that you've been to that that like blew your mind like that wasn't Rushmore like what what's somewhere that you want to go back to because you think not only did you think it was incredible then but you think you would appreciate it more now. That is an amazing amazing question. Um, the 
Pepsi Center in Denver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had this really cool event going on when I showed up there. Weird. Uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, damn, man, I have, I really don't know. Like, uh, we went through a couple of different uh, national parks during that road trip. As far as like, um, what's the big one in California? Yosemite's in California. No, Yosemite is in Montana. And so Yellowstone. Or Yellowstone, yeah, Yellowstone is in Montana. I'm sorry. So Yosemite's in California. Yeah, I think so. It doesn't matter because I think I stated both. Uh, But the one in California was pretty was pretty cool. Like we went through the redwoods, that was cool and everything. But then we got we went to maybe the redwoods are part of Yosemite. I don't know. I just know that we made it into Yosemite we ended up camping there for a night or two and it was like it's it's like from the outside you forget how big California actually is because all you ever hear about are like the cities nobody talks about the other parts of California and, how massive and so when you're it out yeah it's mad what is it like the fourth or fifth biggest state and all this stuff like it's huge and between like between Oregon and LA is a lot of shit <laughs> yeah a lot of nothing but yeah but, but like you get out into that nothing and it's like there's actually some pretty pretty cool landscapes and and stuff you get out there and it was like a lot of places I don't know. to hide a body well i mean if you're into that kind of a thing i prefer to just string mine up in the back room i mean i don't know why we have to broadcast it yeah that's fair um but <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a podcast, Jake, and we broadcast honesty we, in all aspects. And we didn't do a Halloween show, damn it. <laughs> and we didn't. Uh, no, we, uh, but for real, that was, um, like, that was cool. Like, camping there, for some reason, it just felt, and I was, I don't know, 12 or 13 when we went on this whole road trip. So there wasn't in any way some some big, like, I can't wait to go to Yosemite sometime in my life. Like, we were just out camping and for some reason, it, it was a little bit different. It was a little more relaxed. It was, it was just like a fun time. And, and, and uh, I went with my uncle, and we didn't do anything like we had. We camped a whole bunch across, like at least for most of the western states. So all through Oregon, California, and then down, you know, Arizona, New Mexico, up through Nevada, and all that stuff. Montana, all the way up to Montana and stuff. We we did as much camping as we could once right. we got closer to the Mississippi because we didn't stop until I, we hit Wisconsin. So we hit a bunch of states between here and Wisconsin. So once we started getting closer to the Mississippi, it got harder and harder to find campsites. We had to stay in more like you know motel sixes and things like that. But uh-huh. the when we could camp, we I mean it was always the same shit. You know we I'd I'd have a beer because I was with my uncle in the middle of the summer and I could get away with it and he'd get fucking hammered and we'd talk about sports and life and girls and you know all this other stuff and so it's not like we did anything it's a, special in, it's a re- in regular coming of age story yeah it, I mean it really was like it would be as close to like my version of like travels with Charlie as you could get <laughs> as I ever got so so it and, was and in this you were Charlie of course, yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm the dog with the head out the window going, let's go. Um, but we, I mean, we went out of our way to go to some of those, like the small towns. We tried to eat at like local diners and mom and pop type stuff 
when we could. Oh, that's one. Like, we, like that's one of the best part of traveling. That and Waffle House. Well, naturally, Nat. Oh my God, Waffle House. I miss it. Um, Waffle House. It might be the worst place ever, though. It, but you love it. It's so. It's good. so good. But you walk in there, and I'm like, I'm gonna burn my clothes when I leave. But everyone in there is so happy all the time. They're so happy. They're so nice. It's like. I, I don't know how how they were able to, like, commercially market... Friendliness. Friendliness. Like, because it's... I, I mean, when we went to... Denver, we went, went to two of, two or three of them? Well, at least, I think... We stopped at as many as we as I could find. I wanted, Yeah, I want to say it was two or three different ones. It's not like we went to one, went to the abs game, found the same one. We went to two or three different ones down there. And all the waitresses were those... Like, it was... And... Forget about progressive for a second. It was flow. They, right. They were, they were all flow. Big hair, a little overweight, but just the nicest. Welcome in, honey. Like, what can we get you today? Like, you're like, whoa. I mean, a couple of waffles and a side of bacon and some orange juice <laughs> coming right up. That's not a problem at all. Like, you're like, what the, is going the on? Best part, the best part about Waffle House is they're somehow all cut and paste the same people, but they're all different. So, like, the cook is always this big fat dude. Right. Yes. And the 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 waitresses are all the same, but and they're all there's not enough room for anybody. But somehow they all work around each other. No one runs into each other. Everyone's having a great time. Everyone's in a great mood. The food is makes you feel good inside. Like I don't know what they put in it. Like sunshine and and rainbow. Fart. Like sunshine and unicorn Fat farts. And sugar. Yeah. Carbs. <laughs> Just it's delicious. Like give me. <laughs> Give me that. Like that's that's like there's a it's a good thing they don't have Waffle House in Seattle because I would I would weigh three hundred pounds like tomorrow. Dude. Oh, oh. but <coughs> no, that's like that I think I think of the of like the the natural parts, not out because we went to the Grand Canyon on the trip. Let me tell you something about the Grand Canyon. That shit is boring. <laughs> And I would not appreciate it now. Like at twelve, it was boring. Like we showed up, my my, he's standing on the edge of of the the Grand Canyon, and his mind, his mind is blown. You can see all the layers, the geological layers of the Earth and everything. And I walk over, and I'm like, I'm reading this big, you know, national park like plaque that's describing everything that you can see at this particular vantage point of the Grand Canyon. And, and it's, it's like, it's, it's such these, these boastful terms of like all of the different layers of the earth. And I don't know, I can't remember them, you know, but it's talking about all these, all this stuff and how the Colorado river carved it over millions of years. And it's so cool and crazy. And, and I was like, so can we go? <laughs> So you, so wait a minute, you're saying you're saying that that the Grand Canyon is hack. Like I will tell you that in my own very humble and and unimportant opinion, yeah, it is. I mean, it was so boring. Dig a ditch. Now imagine it bigger. Okay, that's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I I don't know if that's fair, man. Like. You, you can say that about a swim, swimming pool, but just because you've seen a swimming pool doesn't mean you've seen the ocean. Yeah, but have you seen the ocean? That shit's boring, too. <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue with that there. For the most part, I see it every day. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the ocean 
is boring. There's a reason that I live 45 minutes from the ocean and I don't go there ever because it's boring. It's covered in sand. Now I'm uncomfortable. It's cold. It's windy. And it's like, who cares? The mountains, way cooler. Give me snow before you give me ocean. Man, earth, earth and water. You, and you go, oh, you go to the Grand Canyon, and it's like the 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 desert and stuff. So it's like, oh, it's so. And there's snakes there. I don't know if you know this about Arizona or the Grand Canyon, but there are snakes. <laughs> there are snakes there, Jake. I I like snakes though. Uh, we friendship over. <laughs> like like I said, I don't have to have a snake to like it. I bet you. I bet you they got whip scorpions there too. I <laughs> shout out whip scorpions episode. I don't even remember episode sixteen. So you do remember, liar? Well, I, I remember that it was episode. It was a conversation with a cool dude. It was a conversation with a cool dude. Shout out Nicole Hams, Doctor Hams. Doc, is she she's like doctor now, right? Almost. I think it's coming up re- real soon, real real soon. Okay. I couldn't remember the timeline as to when it was gonna. When she was going to wrap that up, so... But in uh, any event, uh, shout out to you, Dr. Hams, if you are listening and you are, in fact, Dr. Hams, and if you're not... Shout out, eventually, to Dr. Hams. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to to Dr. Hams or the future Dr. Hams. Either way. Either way. Or both. Get it. Get get you some, like Buster Rhymes said. Uh, But... I think for me, uh, the place that I would say I, I would appreciate now more that I, I even appreciated then uh, would be Little Bighorn. I, I went there with with my dad uh, as a kid, and like it was cool. Like I got it, but I didn't like I didn't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I blame a lot of that on adolescence. But um, you know, at the same time, like we went, we we spent a lot of that. We spent a lot of that summer uh, going to to weird museums and stuff. And one of one of the weirdest things is like we <laughs> we were in Grable, Wyoming, or I think I think it's Wyoming. It's either Wyoming or Montana. I'm gonna look this up. But we're in Grable, and we find this little tiny uh, this little museum, and it's just like rocks. It, it is Wyoming. That is is just little rocks everywhere. And it's like, yep, this is this is the sedimentary area of uh, the local Grable area, and we're like, this place is so boring. <laughs> and then we went to like the 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 Buffalo Bill Museum in in Cody, which was pretty cool, um, mm-hmm. but does not live up to the hype for anybody mm-hmm. that's interested. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Little Bighorn, I would say that that was probably one of the the coolest places. Um, and being being uh, at a in a place where there where very many people died always um, there is there's always a little bit of, of strange reverence to the place. Um, yeah, I definitely want my uncle went on a like a tour of like many many like d- dozens of the Civil War battlefields and stuff once, and he was saying that something and and he's not a. He's not a religious or a spiritual or or a, a um uh what's the is Sup- not superstitious superstitious that's the word he's not a superstitious guy at all but is he, said, he a like, little stitious he's I don't I don't know I I don't think he well he's definitely a little stitious because he likes sports so by default you're mildly superstitious in that regard in that you know 
when you remember my ball cap was on backwards when they made the comeback two years ago, so I'm going to flip this thing around. Um, that being said, he he said like you walk through these these battlefields and it, there was there's a strange like like ambiance in the air of like no matter what like thousands of people were like they 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 were dead they laid I'm I'm probably standing where somebody d- like laid dead and dying yeah that's crazy and that's that like my dad went back and did and actually did Gettysburg one year for for reenacting and we've we've talked about I actually have a uh, a sticker from the 150th on my wall um but it, it's just he he went back and he said that being being part of the Gettysburg reenactment and being out there on the field uh you know the same field where where all these people like gave their life he said it was, in, it was one of the most intense things he's ever he's ever done I bet, dude. That would like I want to do a whole a whole thing. That would be like a sweet like two or three month adventure of just like start at the bottom and go north, or start at the top and head south and just just uh, all of it. Yeah, that would like, actually be a, that would be a cool that would be a cool TV show. We should pitch that to PBS. We don't have to pitch it. We can get cameras and go. All right, film it ourselves. I, I like it. Let's do it. Done. All right, I'll book the tickets. You got to get a passport. Why? It's what? I don't need a passport to go. We to have Atlanta. talked about this off the air. It is so much easier making it through, like, like all of the security and stuff. If you just have a booking and, passport. And passport. besides, and besides, my my passport may or may not be in the safe that I may or may not have. Right. So you may or may not have to visit the may or may not safe to pull out the may or may not passport before we go. And if it's the not end of those things, get one. Fair enough. I'm not getting delayed at an airport because you've got to prove yourself with three different types of verification. Why would I, why would I have to prove myself? Because you're a shady-looking fella. I, that's, that's offensive. Are you offended? That hurt my feeling. Good! I'm not... Uh, you're that, not shady, but you are. You're mildly confrontational, so if anyone challenged you, you'd be like, No! Screw you. I ain't taking these shoes off. <laughs> these are my shoes. <laughs> these are mine. I got these at Ross. My shoes. These three stripes is my stripes. You can't have them. So like, funny. all of a sudden, like, I can imagine that's like, that's how the beginning of the My Adidas video should have started. <laughs> That's a hundred percent how that should have started. Uh, sir, can you take off your uh, your Adidas? Uh, my Adidas. <laughs> Just immediately, TSA. This that there we go. That's a new video. Let's we need to make that happen. Hit up, yeah. Find Daryl. Let's make it happen. Call. Get him on the phone, Daryl. Hey, we've got an idea. We need to remake the My Adidas video. He's like, no. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy doing other, doing literally anything else. So funny. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wheel this back around. Wheel it, wheel it. Because I want, I want to talk about my appreciation. I've, I've, oh, I've yeah. developed. We've, we've, we've broached the topic numerous times, but yet have for, not. For poetry, okay. It's very small. It's very minute, but it is exponentially more appreciation for poetry than I had six months ago. It's crazy, and. I think what I like about it 
what what's what's likened me to it is that I you and I have talked a, a bunch. I don't think that I write in in prose well. I don't like it. I struggle to care enough about the setting and things like that to describe it in words, right? Right. My brain tells me that everyone knows what a kitchen looks like. So when I say he walks into a kitchen, you figured it out already. You know what a kitchen is. I don't have to tell you that the dishes are askew and some water, the the, the faucet is lazily dripping every so often because it's mildly leaky. I don't have to do all that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking kitchen. Imagine whatever kitchen you want. That's where this is happening. A modern kitchen? The 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 excitement of the story is in the events or the dialogue is he a for tall, me. Is he a tall man? I don't know. You figure it out. Because I like um, tall people. The that's the that's how. So poetry, I'm realizing, kind of cuts through that. Because I mean, I, I'm sure that if you get into poetry, there there's forms and examples of poets and, and different poems that don't do that and they get very in-depth and very descriptive and things like that but so much of it is you know in these stanzas and this shortened it's, it's like they took a story and then they uh they abridged it and then they edited it then they rewrote it then they abridged it again and now the story's done and they made it rhyme not always and that's the best part too is that not all of it rhymes like the one, the one that I, I plan on reading for this podcast real quick, just to give everybody kind of an example of where my brain has been the last six months. Um, the, the, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm scrolling through it. I don't see any part that rhymes at all. Fine. In, in any way. Fine. Have a non-rhyming poem. Which is crazy to me. Like I, I can appreciate the rhyme schemes and things like that when, when you notice it and you're hearing, you know, if you listen to a poem or you read it for the first time and you kind of pick up on it, it's it can bring that that rhythm to it and you start reading it a certain way and it it kind of drives it along. And so I understand why that's part of it, but the fact that not all of it does is is also cool. All right, let's hear this poem. Okay, so. The, 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 the poet who I've become increasingly enamored with is Charles Bukowski. And um, I think I've read you at least one of his poems. It could have been on air. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. But this one happens to be called Roll the Dice. Okay. And I'm going to do my best to like, to like white guy Morgan Freeman this and make it as interesting of a, re <laughs> a listen as I can, but I'm probably going to stutter through some words oh. and things like that, so I'll, I'll definitely sc I'll screw it up, but I'm going to try. Okay. You, you definitely have to try at, at some point to sound like Morgan Freeman. <clears throat> no. Um, that sounds like a terrible idea. Just roll the dice. Roll the dice. No, I can't. I, I would sound like the would, best I could get is like Bill Hader trying to be Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you would sound like someone else trying to sound like Bill Hader. Right. I can do an impression of Andy Samberg doing an impression of Morgan Freeman. Like, yeah, because all you have to do if you're doing an impression of Andy Samberg doing anybody, you just go, I, I, I'm that yeah. person. <laughs> like, no. Uh, okay, so, here we go. So, it's, 
I'm, okay, I also want to state for the record that I've heard of this particular poem referred to as Roll the Dice and also All the Way. Oh, it's boy. both. It's, it's, so I don't know. I haven't done enough research to know which is which, but I know if you Google either one, Roll the Dice, Charles Bukowski, or All the Way, Charles, you're going to come to the same poem. So I don't know. All the Way Up. Yeah, that too. Okay, so. <laughs> Lemon face. Lime face. Ooh, okay, here we go. No, you did that backwards. Did I? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, my Sorry. good lord. Sorry. The listener is now, he's like, I don't even care about this poem. I'm done. I'm done with this episode. <laughs> with this episode is over. On to the okay. next one. So this is. Roll the dice. If you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. If you're going to try, go all the way. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, jobs, and maybe your mind. Go all the way. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision mockery isolation isolation is the gift all the others are a test of your endurance how much you really want to do it and you'll do it despite rejection and the worst odds and it will be better than anything else you can imagine if you're going to try go all the way there is no other feeling like that you will be alone with the gods and the knights will flame with fire do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All the way. All the way. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. Boom! So immediately after hearing this, and, and now I'm I'm going to put on my my nerd glasses, and everyone uh, nerd uh, yeah, every, yeah every, everybody Jake's a nerd. Like, uh, the first nerd. the first thing I thought of when I was when I was hearing the the meter and the prose of it, it reminded me of uh, uh, Lord Alfred Tennyson's Charge of the Light Brigade, um, mm-hmm. which is my favorite poem of all time. Just the the da 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 da. It 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 continues with the. It doesn't have a prose or a, a rhyme scheme, but it definitely has a meter to it. And I, I think that's right. something that's, that's really interesting. I, I, I like it. I think that's, that's a really cool, uh, really interesting poem. And, in and in, I like that. I thought like it, it, it's to hear, cause, cause we've all heard the same, the same poems, you know, quoted or, or nitpicked, not nitpicked, that sounds, that sounds breakdown, like, not the breakdown, but just, like, the little snippets of poems, like, the, uh, two paths diverge in the woods, and I chose the one that no one else chose, whatever it was, and it's, the like, one less traveled, whatever, they're, they're played out, they're lame, right? Now you're calling poetry hack? <laughs> no, 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 I'm calling people who quote the same poems hack, but, you get into and 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 it's it's all the beauty of this and my growing appreciation is it's all my perspective in that this poem roll the dice by charles Bukowski, might be the most popular poem of all time i've never heard it before like up until days ago i'd never heard of this poem no one had read it 
nothing. I heard it in like a it was like a YouTube video that I was watching, and they were using it. With they would kind of play a part of it and then show like a, a clip of something and then go back to it, and it was like, oh my god, that's that's kind of cool. And I ended up having to Google. So I can't remember what line from it. I I think I, I think I Googled, "You will be alone with the gods, and the nights will flame with fire." Because the YouTube video didn't say we used an audio recording of "Roll the Dice" by Charles. You know what I mean? Right. So that came up and led me to this. And it's like to to be. You can read a book and be inspired or motivated. You can watch a video. You can do it. But I had never had it happen because of a poem. I'd never had a fire lit or stoked or or embers turn into something more because of a poem. And it did. Like he's got a couple other ones that you read it or hear it and it's like he's he's right. Like if you have a goal, if you're going to do something, go all the way. What's the point of half-assing anything? Never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Right. And if you're not going to whole-ass one thing, whole-ass a different thing. Whole-ass like, an entirely different thing. Like, that's the whole point. Like, the, the, and, and of course, because, again, you, you know how I've been with this podcast and in life. Uh, one, one motivational thing begets another in that I was listening to uh 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 what's i can't say his last name it's gary v and he's got no not him that's funny though um he 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 talks about how he chose early in his life to focus on what he's good at and basically quit bitching about what he's bad at right he he doesn't let the fact that he's not like handy around the house at all stop him from being successful in running his own business, right? He's worth millions and millions and millions of dollars, and he's built up two very distinct and separate empires over his career and his lifetime. And so what's the point of sitting at home and bitching about the fact that he can't fix a washer and a dryer? It's not worth his time or his energy or anything. Pay somebody, buy a new washer and dryer, have somebody else fix it, and go back to doing what you're great at. And I'm realizing that that's that's crucial. It's great to be a Renaissance man and find talents and abilities in 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 a myriad of things in life. But it would be so much better, so much more efficient when it comes to achieving a goal if you were to focus on the the one thing that you're great at, just amazing. You know what I mean? LeBron James picked early in his life, whether it was because of a love or a natural talent or somebody telling him you should try, he picked basketball, and he's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And something tells me that LeBron James doesn't spend a lot of time in life bitching about the fact that he can't play cricket. Like, what if he did, though? What if, what if like, LeBron, like, tried to become a great cricket player? Like, tried to, te like, reverse Tebow it? And, but, the... If if he put the same level of commitment and dedication, he clearly has the physical attributes to play any sport ever. So cricket may have been a bad example, but he's got he's got the ability, or and he knows he does the work ethic, the ability, the commitment to be great at one thing. So just, if he were to just pivot just, that to cricket, I bet you he'd be great. I just think it'd be funny to watch LeBron James play cricket. He'd probably what, what is it in sports night? He'd throw like. He'd throw 10 perfect wickets or something, like 27. 10, 10 wickets. 
if you throw 10 wickets perfectly and be like, do they win? No, nope. man, they lost. <laughs> be like throwing 27 perfect games in baseball. So, so they, they won? won? No. No. I love I love that episode. That's that's a that's probably the the show. By the by the way, name of the episode: Ten Wickets. Um, <laughs> Ten Wickets. Yes, perfect. Uh, but yeah, that's that's probably the the mutual favorite show of the uh, of my show. Maybe Sports Night. Maybe The Office. Would you say? I, I mean, but like I I'm gonna pick The Office because you've got nine great seasons. But if if you like any any two seasons of The Office can be the the two seasons of Sports Night can be put against any two seasons of The Office, and I would say they're they're both as enjoyable as the other, right? Like I love Sorkin too much not to like Sports Night. Like that's just a thing. Period. So I would say yeah, they're definitely a favorites. I haven't watched the final episode of either, and I'm never going to. So it doesn't matter. Sports night is still alive for me. So is the office. He's never going to finish it. it I will never. I will. In fact, one time this didn't happen too long ago. I can't remember where I, it may have been at my parents' house. When I went down to visit, somebody was watching the office and I didn't recognize the episode, which is rare for me because there's only one I haven't seen a hundred times. And so it took me like, a, 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 a solid couple of seconds to realize this is the final episode and I left the- <laughs> I was like I just noped the fuck out of there because I could not couldn't I couldn't do it, it. I was like nope it. nope I'm done I am gone and I didn't I, and I don't think it was malicious maybe it was just on TV or or maybe Bailey was watching it or so I don't know I don't know why it was on but I remember realizing like this is the final episode. I can't watch it. And I left. And it was like, I'm glad they took like sports night off of Netflix because I pass out to Netflix all too often to not accidentally wake up or, or get to the final episode and not realize it's the final episode. That's a bad situation. Like, but, Hey, yeah, can't do it. Hey, I mean, these people, let's send them out of here. They could have been anywhere in the world. But they spent some time here with us, and we appreciate that. Want to make sure you're hitting us up on all those social media avenues. But it's 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 Red Arrow Productions or Red Arrow P at any major social outlet. You just pick and search either or both of those. You'll find us. I you'll, promise. But we're there. We're here. We're here to be found. We're here to be engaged with. We want to talk to you about quite literally anything at this point. Anything. Anything at all. I promise. Like, just like we're we're not we're not scary. This is this is a new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. So, but hey, good night, universe. That's a podcast.